Welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Hey, thanks, Christine. This uh, you know, if you've uh, found what you believe to be a certain part of what you believe to be a certain installment of the True Blue Riff cast, you would be 100% correct because this is the True Blue Riff cast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am your host, Jeremy, and somewhere out there is my co host, Dave. Hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. Uh, we should really ask for more reviews. If you like yeah. the True Blue Riff cast, Go ahead and uh, like us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Like, comment, <laughs> subscribe, etc. Yeah. Yeah, leave us a review. I, I noticed there's a couple of ratings on there, but I don't have Apple Podcasts, so I can't uh, go in and actually look and see if there are any reviews. This one I just randomly found yesterday. And, uh, yeah, wasn't it that's from, pretty like, November? Much- yeah, it's from uh, November 20th of last year, and uh, I'll just I'll read the whole thing here. It just says, I had found what I had believed to have been certain parts of what I had believed to have been a certain installment of this True Blue Riff cast to had been vulgar, unnecessary, and detrimental, specifically certain forms of language. Two okay. stars. <laughs> But oh, like, two stars, two two out of five, yeah. So it obviously wasn't that vulgar. It wasn't, I mean, uh, yeah, no. It's like usually when <laughs> I get us two. usually when I get one star reviews, it's like uh, trash, garbage. I threw this book in the trash. <laughs> blah, 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 like total awful. Yeah, like uh, like, sh- like people aren't compelled to leave reviews unless like they've had a a very bad experience. Right. Uh, Shy Guy Jeff in the chat says, it's 2022. What isn't vulgar and unnecessary? Well, not this podcast. <laughs> no, mean, we're only, very I, much not vulgar, unless Dave goes off on something. 
And, yeah, uh, well, we don't do that. Well, the Supreme Court said I couldn't do that anymore, so I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, ruling, the ruling came down and said, Dave, you can't say the C word because Jeremy can't edit it out anymore. I can't so, edit it, right. Yeah. Uh, so oh, not, man. That, that, that would happen all the time before. I would just do that just to annoy Jeremy. Yeah, he would do it just so I had stuff to edit. Uh, but now that we're live... Uh, he kind of keeps it under control mostly. Yeah, because yeah, because I'm not a total a hole. I just no. you know, it's 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 a gimmick, guys. Yeah, it's a gimmick. <laughs> oh, man. So you have to be sensational. Yeah. It's so what's new there, Dave? Be sensational. Be sensational. Anything new going on? Um, I watched Mikey last night. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Uh oh, geez. Shy Guy Jeff says, ah, crap, I can't say Coke anymore. It's a Pepsi show now. I wish these uh, places would have both for once. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely not a word that rhymes with, um... <laughs> Runt? Bunt? Bunt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. <clears throat> so, I am, uh, I've got some, some new stuff going on. I'm technically unemployed for about another Yeah, but week. we both know that that's not a real thing. It's well, it is. I mean, I'm not. I'm on an unpaid vacation for uh, about another week. It looks like I'm um, by the road, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I am going to be starting a new job, a new management position with a different company. Uh, I'm going to be getting paid a considerable uh, raise from my my previous employer. So, nice. Uh, and I won't have to deal with customers like ninety percent of the time. So. That works for me too. Isn't that isn't that really the dream? Yes, just to not have to deal with people. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, shy guy Jeff, for the for the grants. Appreciate it. So, uh, up first, we don't really have anything new to talk about. For uh, what the hell is James Wen doing? The last thing he tweeted is still the picture of him in the DeLorean from uh, what June seventh. I think you said that was. Did, yeah. Did we talk about that? Yeah. I think it got mentioned. Um, it wasn't really anything interesting. Usually he posts some nonsense about... Uh, lately it's been Elon Musk, but... Uh, that, oh, that that's right, yeah. He was he was trying to pick a fight with Elon Musk for some reason. He's like, I dare like, you to donate me a billion dollars. Oh, you dare? Oh, I do dare. Like, well, I, I don't take you up on your dare, sir. I I'm think a that's coward. What, uh, I think that's what he was trying to do, yeah. <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, so let's just go into the weekend box office uh, from last weekend, of course. Oh, it's going to uh, be pretty bad. As a surprise to no one, Minions The Rise of Gru made $123 million, uh, followed up nice. by uh, Top Gun Maverick, Elvis, Jurassic World, Dominion, and The Black Phone taking up fifth place. Where's Lightyear? Uh, Lightyear was sixth. Oh, man. And... And the mail is here. Give me just a second. I got to mute for a hot sec. Oh, okay. Well, I can't really judge him because I, for a minute there, I was walking on a highway. I'm about to go into a convenience mart, and then I'm going to sit my butt down. And maybe there won't be so much uh, background noise on my end. See, I actually walk to the park where I usually do this podcast at. It's usually pretty quiet. You can hear birds and stuff. But, like, I didn't know that there was, like, they're building a house down there. Yeah, we can I mean, hear I some construction building. sounds. Yeah, you can hear some construction sounds. Shake hands was... of danger going on in the background. Yeah, so. Uh, but, but I'm not. Uh... I'm not surprised. Lightyear isn't doing very well. Uh, I personally am of the school that it's completely unnecessary. What's completely unnecessary? Lightyear, the movie. Oh yeah, I think totally. it, I think it was I mean, unnecessary, and I think that's part of the reason why. I mean, everybody just assumes, oh hey, it's a Disney Pixar movie; it's going to do gangbusters. Hey, we didn't yeah. need this one, guys. I mean, it looks it looks fine, and I'm not saying that that means it's going to be bad. I'm just saying it didn't need to be made in the first place. No, no way, and, not at all. Uh, but I, I I I seriously doubt it's the worst movie they put out. It's got to be better than Cars Two. Or, well, I mean, well, I mean, know, I know least. that, um, like, uh, the, the people have speculated there are some controversial elements <laughs> that 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 contributed to it. 
And maybe that's true. I don't know. I don't really care about that. I mean, there's an uh, entire think, political party mad at Disney right now, so it's no yeah, surprise but, on that hand, too, that it's also struggling a little bit in the box office. But Yeah, um, but uh, it's, uh, I, I think... I think that you got to uh, factor in the fact that they that they fired Tim Allen on that man. Yeah, that's also kind of weird because he's always been the voice of that character, and now he's not. So, also, I think we kind of have to take into take into effect, take into account, take into effect. What am I saying? <laughs> Buy my books, everybody. I know words. <laughs> he, he's good with words. Take. T- take into account that uh, uh, it's a Toy Story spinoff. Yeah. And it's 2022. <laughs> it's like when they did the Cars spinoff of Planes. Yeah, it's like... Oh, gosh, it's really windy out here. This is going to end here just a second. I'm going to go in here to this convenience store and grab a drink and then sit down <laughs> and do the do the podcast from there. So Yeah. Um. But I obviously this weekend the new uh, the new leader in the box office is sure to be Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, oh, I already have my tickets I mean... for it uh, for tomorrow morning at eleven fifty-five a.m. <laughs> because oh, so you're seeing it? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, see it early because I'm unemployed. I can do things during the day now. And, I work uh, at night, so I can only do things during the day, and then it feels like it's eleven o'clock at night. There was literally uh, eight tickets sold for the show that we're going to see tomorrow when I bought my tickets last night. So really? I'm sure, I'm sure more tickets uh, will be purchased, but it is the eleven fifty-five showing. So, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, we're seeing it on the. Uh, it's not an IMAX because this is Imagine Theaters, so it's the Emax screen. And uh, the tickets are only $8 a piece for that early. So that's a pretty good deal as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Shy Guy Jeff says they just made a Toy Story Fall for pinball machine too. Interesting. I have not seen that. Of course, it's been a while since I've ventured into an arcade. The last time we went to a place that has an arcade, it was closed. Um, so... Weren't able to go in there and check that out. I don't think arcades really exist anymore. They do. Now they're just part of larger businesses. Like this one is, uh, it's also a bowling alley. Like, and a restaurant. So it's kind of like a Dave & Buster's type deal. But with bowling as well. Because, you know, why not? Um, Yeah, man, that dang PS2. The PlayStation 2 killed the the arcades, man. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I am looking forward that to seeing this like movie. What was I doing? I was going to open something but, yeah. up in here. Okay, this wasn't such a great idea. Today on the True Blue Riftcast, Dave wanders around and looks for a quiet spot to do the <laughs> podcast because people are building all around him, and it really sucks now. Hey, as long as we can get like some helicopter noises and maybe some dogs that aren't mine, yeah, we'll be doing all right. <laughs> Uh, but of course, this week's movie uh, is the newest release from Rift Tracks, and that's a film from 1992 called Mikey. It's yeah, yeah. Jeremy, uh, what did you think of this movie? This movie felt a lot for whatever reason. It, to me, it made me think of Ice Cream Man. Yeah, it's serious Howard. ice cream like, man vibes. I don't understand why I felt that way, but I know I mentioned it to Dave earlier as soon as I got done watching it. And uh, he was like, yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm not sure if maybe it's because it's the kids involved also because that had a lot of kids in it. Um, yeah. But this definitely – this movie was 100% a early 90s direct-to-video movie. Like – all of the movies from that time period, from the from the early to mid '90s, that were direct to video, all had this same look and feel. All to the them. same feel, yeah. And this well, was one hundred percent, one hundred percent one of those. Yeah, I mean, like you can tell, like early on, I was like, like early on in the movie, I thought, like, is this '80s or '90s? And then about ten minutes, well, maybe not ten minutes, in, but definitely 
five minutes in, it's like, oh, this is 90s. This is early 90s, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I think the reason that it, it very much is like Ice Cream Man is the reason we thought of Ice Cream Man is like the, the kind of movie it is. It's kind of like horror flick. Yeah, kind uh, of. So, I mean, it's it's definitely a, a thriller, in, in oh, air quotes. Yeah, I think it's one of the more competently uh, made movies we've seen from Rift Tracks here, here lately. I mean, I would say that like this, this movie, you know, I think it's uh, very much. It's like a. It's like one of those retro Rift Tracks releases from the year 2018. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like, it, it, it kind of feels like it belongs in that era with, uh, with Ice Cream Man and uh, what else was released that year? Spiker. Yeah. A talking yeah, it definitely path. feels like, yeah. like it came out like, around that time. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I actually, like, I watched this and like I didn't know what I was gonna think, but I I thought it was real, real. I thought it was a real treat. I thought it was delightful. To me, it's like you know old. You know, it's just kind of like, you know, like it 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 matches my number one movie selection criteria already, and the fact that it's not a futuristic dystopia with garbage cans <laughs> on fire. Yes, no burning so garbage already, cans involved. So already you've got me at fifty percent, and um, it's it's really well. I mean, it's stupid, but it's really well made, and there's an actual plot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times we, especially recently, we haven't we haven't gotten that. No, Dave, no, you're no. so windy today. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't expect for this to happen. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's not too terrible when you're out and about. Um, no, it's yeah, it's guys. I'm sorry. I have to apologize for all this. everything. I feel He's terrible. apologizing for everything ever. So yeah, this movie did actually have a plot. It had a coherent, mostly story about a uh, a psychopath child who decides yeah. uh, after after he gets caught uh, in the basement. Setting fire to newspapers to show his little sister. Uh, yeah. He he blames his little sister for it. The mom smacks him in the face, <laughs> yells at him, and then goes upstairs gets in the, gets in the bathtub. Which is a recurring theme is moms in bathtubs. Hot moms in bathtubs. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, little Mikey decides that uh, he's going to you know, murder his entire family. Yeah. That, also takes, a recurring theme. Yeah. He takes the doll from his little sister and, you know, she chases him through the house. He goes outside. He gets on the diving board in the pool and drops it in the pool and then moves so she can get on the diving board to get it. And as he's taunting her about his, about her doll drowning, uh, he's like jumping up and down on the diving board to shake his sister off into the pool. Yeah. But you just hear, like, you hear a splash and then, like, some bubbles. Like, blah, 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 blah. It's like she drowned pretty quick. And he just stands there completely stone-faced, not even like, moving. Then he, then he goes to the house. He might be. He, guys, this guy might be the biggest psychopath in the history of Rift Tracks. I'm not kidding. I mean, yeah, it's it's bad. He walks in the house. He goes in the bathroom where his uh, mom's taking a bath, and she's like, didn't I tell you to not... And he's like, "Didn't I tell you not to die?" And he drops a <laughs> he drops a, a blow dryer plugged in. Uh, now is it, it now was it his mom? I, for some reason, I got this. I got the sense that they were like adopted again. Yeah, it's like it's third or fourth set of foster parents. Yeah, it's it's more foster parents, but it's technically she is technically his mother at this point. Um, and then. Uh, Dad comes home, and Mikey had put all these ball bearings on the floor, like these gigantic yeah. steel ball bearings on the floor. And his dad just walks in the house, and then, and like Home Alone steps on him and stumbles like, through a plate glass window, like and then a Mikey clown, smashes, like a circus clown. Yes, like a clown. And then Mikey comes out with an aluminum baseball bat and smashes his face in. 
And then he hides in the closet and says that some guy, you know, some guy broke into the house. And I was at the park, and I came back, and he was leaving, so I ran and hide. And uh, <laughs> that's so, what Jeffrey Donner said. Yeah. So he goes to, uh, you know, like a psychiatrist or whatever. They take him there, and they're like, "Oh, the best thing is to get him readopted immediately." Yeah. And they literally every, just... every adult, every adult in this movie is an idiot. Yes. They're all stupid. They're all morons. <laughs> like they, <laughs> oh, they dump him in with this family. Clearly a psychopath. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And uh, I, Mikey, I'm sure that's not his uh, his real name anyway. Uh, and we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, towards the end of things here, but uh, he gets he gets adopted by uh, these people who. The mom uh, apparently works from home, and she does uh, aquarium like landscaping. Yeah. yeah, she like aquarium landscapes. She's Hang like entrepreneur of the year. They have like that house, and she can do right? all that. And I, I, I don't remember what the dad does. I know he does something because he comes home late. Let's uh, say toward the end of the film, but... lawyer like Calvin's dad. Okay, let's, let's sure. Just, let's just go with that. Sure, because he's got serious Calvin dad vibes. Yeah, if if they did mention it, uh, it's gone already. And but I don't think they did. I don't seem to recall them mentioning it at all. Um. So it doesn't he meets, matter because they're all dead. But yeah, he meets the neighbor kid. Uh, when he shows up at the house because they're is he, he's around an actor the same we age. No, is is isn't he? We've seen him. Uh, We've seen him elsewhere. I don't remember. Like, I know the kid from this, from Mikey. Uh, like, he was Alexander in Star Trek The Next Generation. He was? And, uh, yeah, Wait, and he was. Are you serious? Yes. Yes, he was Alexander in Star Trek no The Next Generation. No way. Yeah. Um, and then that little he was white also... kid was Michael Dorn's kid. They tried to pass him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was, yeah, that was uh, the same year that this movie came out was when he started... In, oh uh, my Next Generation. god, that was and Alexander then... on TNG. Wow, <laughs> that's mind-blowing. I can't believe I didn't... But now it makes so much sense. Yeah. And then after that, he went on to be the kid in Blank Check, where he was a completely different type of psychopath. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. It's a, a, a Disney movie where this kid ends up with a blank check, and he like buys like a mansion and ends up smooching this lady who's like in her 20s. It's weird. Um, well, they made that movie. It's called Big. <laughs> yeah, it's big without the wish part. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm trying to look and see if uh the other kid. Oh, look at that! You guys can't see it, but I'm going back to the quiet part, and I'm also walking backwards down this long country <laughs> road, and I have my phone like right up next to like my neck, so like the, that the wind <laughs> doesn't blow into the microphone. <clears throat> Like you uh, like like this is the most absurd thing I've done in a long time, <laughs> and uh, you. Someone get satellite footage of twenty two fifty Marriott Slaterville, Utah. <laughs> that's where I am, and if you can see this, this numbskull walking backwards down the road, that's me. Hi, everybody. Uh, this other kid was actually in a lot of things, like he's uh, yeah. got. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's very, he's very ugly and very recognizable. So he was in Jurassic Park in a bit part. <gasps> he was the volunteer was... boy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. where didn't um, Sam Neil threaten to cut his guts out? Yes, I think I believe it was that. It was that kid. <clears throat> he also has done a lot of voice acting, which is interesting. Well, that's, that's what a lot of them do. Yeah, that's what Mark Hamill did. Yeah, Luke uh, Skywalker. So... Live action uh, but, just didn't work out for him. <laughs> yeah. It's Star Wars. It's a shame that never made it past one movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he meets this other kid. The kid's got an older sister. He ends up falling in love with the older sister. And, Who, uh, it's, it's understandable. I mean, yeah. She's kind but of he, a hot. She's very early. She's a very early 90s hot. Yeah. Uh he uh, decides that he wants her for himself, so he tries to electrocute uh, her boyfriend in the hot tub. Oh, 
not tries. He did. Well, yeah. After, but uh... okay, okay. Well, first we have to talk <laughs> about what he did first. We got we 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 first have to talk about how he murdered that cat. Just oh right, just, yeah. This sudden, yeah. It's like out of nowhere, like. <laughs> we had to get that urge out somehow, right? I mean, yeah, like. <laughs> but uh, like, of I don't even know what to up... say about it. But we have to talk about it. It's just like we, we're just like, what's this? And suddenly he's just like petting the cat, and suddenly he just like murders it, like. <laughs> Yeah, and he puts like, the corpse of the cat under the 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 boyfriend uh, who has some stupid name like David. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't David's know, I can't such remember. a dumb name. said it ten thousand times. <laughs> uh, but uh, put it under like the uh, under the um, because they were gonna they were gonna smooch and you know uh, I don't want to be vulgar or unnecessary is, <laughs> and um. But they were about to engage in the reproductive act uh, there in their parents' house. And uh, yep. so uh, something happens. He breaks a window and he puts the dead cat under the, uh, under the boyfriend's car wheel, like under the tire. And yeah. the boyfriend, like, she kicks him out for some reason. Like, this dude gets so close to... To having sex like three times in this movie, <laughs> and every time the girlfriend is like, "No, I have to. You have to leave, or I don't feel womp, like womp. it, or I Never have mind. to answer the phone." <laughs> it's not like you'll still. It's not like you'll be dead by the time I get back. <laughs> yeah, it's not like someone's gonna throw a boombox in a pool and or hot. That wouldn't and... have killed him, I don't think. No, but... not not in something of that that volume of water. I don't that, think that amperage. Me yeah. and my science talk. <laughs> Um, but of course he ends up uh going after his current uh foster family, stabs mom in the neck with a shard of glass. Uh, yeah. the the school principal and the mom's like best friend who's a who's Mikey's teacher show up. Yeah. Like after the, the, the teacher like is looking up stuff on, on the computer and uh she sees something about about uh what like, was it, his last family yeah. or whatever. Yeah, okay. See, like, my brain's okay. already purging this movie. The teacher. Well, I don't know why this movie was delightful. I know, I enjoyed it. Like, like I think the it's teacher just and commonplace. the principal. Yeah. Decide they want to be like I don't know if Encyclopedia Brown is the correct <laughs> reference for this, but they they want to do <laughs> you know they're like Miss Marpling. They're like <laughs> they're like Hercule Poiroting. Yeah, their way, like, like there's something not right about this kid. They're like the smartest adults. Well, I mean, maybe the teacher is, but the principal is certainly a colossal idiot. Well, yeah, we'll um, get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're just like, hey, there's something not right about this kid, and so they go on this detective. Uh, uh, okay, here I'm. Uh, <laughs> they do their best Columboing. Way. yeah, Columboing. Yeah, they're just. So, and they figure out, like, oh, there's something weird about this kid. But I don't know where the principal of all people gets off on thinking that anybody is weird or a homicide when he has the skeleton of a dead child in his school. Yeah. What? We, where? Like, like, it's, like, like, it's, it's, it's not a uh, classroom teaching skeleton. It's an actual, actual, the actual bones of a dead child. Now in yeah. the scene where they introduce this thing <laughs> and clearly like, you know, they're, 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 they're setting up that they're, they're, they're going to use the skeleton. This Chekhov's skeleton. If you so show you go a skeleton there, in like, the second act, you got to use it by the third. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you think as, uh, as the audience member, when we first see this skeleton, you think it's a teaching skeleton. Yeah. Cause that's kid exactly what it looks like. Yeah, and the uh, and 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 the kid wanders over to it. And is like, is it real? And uh, Principal Shirts versus Skins there says, <laughs> uh, "Well, yes, it's very real." And I'm like, "Huh?" That's like a okay. Real the principal's messing with the kid, right? That's kind of what you yeah, think. No, yeah, that's no. maybe, but no. I mean, like that's horrible. That's but... when, and we find out the truth about this at the at the end of the movie. Uh, and, and the fact that it is actually a real human skeleton, yeah, uh, that belonged to a child because uh, 
Well, after and, and, after and my, he after he Mikey Chucky's asked, mom, yeah, and he Mikey, slashes yeah. her throat with yeah. uh, with the glass. Then the principal and the teacher show up at the house. The principal sets his gun down. He has a gun. He has a handgun. Yeah, he sets he it down gun. on the counter. They, they went to this house loaded for bear. They were going to kill this child. Like he puts and, the gun um, down on the counter, and Mikey picks it up, takes all the bullets out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the principal then picks the gun back up, confronts Mikey. Now he he's should got be a able to tell at this point. He should be able to tell that the clip is empty. I'm just. It saying, was. You know, it just, was a little, a little tiny revolver. Like, yeah. If you don't look in the in the chamber to see if there's any rounds in there, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he points the gun at Mikey, and he just goes click, click, click. click no click, emotion click. on his and face, about, and he, it, it, it's like he doesn't care. Yeah, it's like, like I'm, I'm about to murder child. this child. Oh. Fine, click, click, click. He he has click, the click, same click. expression oh, no. as and Mikey child... does when he kills people. Oh yeah, now now Mikey, now, like they're they're faced off. Mikey has a a bow and arrow. Yeah, with a with a practice and, tip on it. It's uh, not even like a like a broadhead or anything. It's the same yeah, one that so, they but use. But like and he shoots. Yeah, he shoots the principal in in the gut, and the principal's like, "Oh, this is fine," and falls over and dies. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then now, okay. Earlier in the movie, they had set up these these stupid marbles, like 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 this fourth grade class that they're in, is obsessed with marbles. It's like it's like their favorite thing. It's like a marble. It's like, it's like the year of the marble. They're at, you know. Yeah, because in the early nineties, uh, marbles were all the rage. Palo Alto Middle School or wherever it is. Yeah, I knew they were all but, the rage uh, in my school in ninety two. Oh yeah, like like marbles and yo yos and all yeah. Yeah, uh, Pogs. Well, Pogs wasn't until a couple, of few years yeah, later. Yeah, Pogs was a little bit but, after uh, that, but still. Yeah, Pogs was like 95, 96. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they set up the, these marbles, and these marbles are huge. And I think I think they showed uh, Mikey stealing some from the classroom. And he has a slingshot. And uh, this is actually one of <laughs> the best shots of the whole movie. Yes. Which is why when we get to uh, the, the the ratings, I'm going to give the cinematography in this in this in this movie high marks. Yeah, many things about this movie get high marks, but the yeah, cinematography surprisingly, is spe- yeah, um, like they uh, be like he does some quip. I don't remember what it was. It's uh, he's like, he can some- you teach me one more thing? And she's like, what's that, Mikey? And he's like, how to die? And he just uh, and I guess it like gets her in the face. It hits her in the eye, like yeah, right and, in the eye socket. Right, and she goes down. So that's gonna like, kill you, right? Okay, you don't get yeah. hit in the eyeball. So with in this, so in this new house, uh, I, I think so. Okay, so the, the the kill count so far, Mikey kill count that we've seen, he killed his original family. That's three. Yep. Then he killed uh, the boyfriend the as as a kill. Okay, we'll count the cat as a kill. So yeah, okay. so that's four. Uh, killed, five. killed the boyfriend who's five. Killed the principal who's six. Teacher who's seven, and his new mom who is like really like four or five. But now she, for this, she's eight. Yeah. So it's eight now, right? Yeah. And then dad comes home, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dinner's all set at the table. Yeah. And it's, it's um, mom, teacher, principal, and then the child skeleton from the yeah, classroom. Yeah, the child skeleton. I don't know how it got there. Holding a, holding a butter knife in them? his hand. <laughs> and the no, dad. Yeah, okay, so the, yeah, so the dad dad comes home and just like, just like gawks at He's this. completely at this horrified. Like, oh, oh. And so Mikey's outside and he lights... Um, Molotov cocktail. He likes a Molotov cocktail. I don't know where he got this thing from, but he likes a Molotov cocktail, throws it in, and the house just like totally explodes. The house just blows up. Like he yeah. opened like a gas line or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. I was highly entertained. I was not expecting the whole house to explode like that. I was. Uh, I was like, this whole house better go up. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to burn, but I didn't think it was going to go, you know, like uh, like explode like it's a bodega in the Marvel Universe, but it just, like, <laughs> went, man. Kaboom. And uh, then we get a, a little a little epilogue. Yeah. Um, where uh, I think now are we talking about the one with uh, with with Jesse the blonde chick or the one with the new parents? No, the one with the new parents. There's there's okay. a little bit with the in the immediate aftermath. Uh, like the firemen are there. Uh, we see like the neighbor lady with her two kids because for some reason Mikey didn't actually kill the other child, which I was really expecting him to be dead by the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, and and probably the girl too, and kind of a well, if I can't have you, no one can type of thing. And uh, he didn't actually kill her, which was yeah. Surprising. I mean, like I was kind of ex- yeah, I was expecting him like you. I was expecting him to, but but at at a certain point, like when he kills his second mom, it's like and then he kills the boyfriend. It's like okay, he's gonna get everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like oh, <laughs> one more thing before we get to the epilogue. See, he was dragging the bodies around. Like yeah. that child has that much strength. <laughs> he was what ten? I think he was supposed to be like ten. Yeah, a ten year old's not gonna drag. Like Carry he's not. He's not the... the omen. You know, he's not gonna. Yeah. have that. He's not Damien. Yeah, yeah. Even though he acted like him a lot. Um, yeah, he's like he's a psychopath, man. Yeah. But anyway, so um, <laughs> uh, they say they'll be like, "Did you find Bobby?" He's like, "Yeah, well, we found this skeleton in there, so we're going to assume that it's Bobby." Or not Bobby. What's his name? Mikey. Mikey. The, 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 the title of the film, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, is we're going to assume that it's the, that it's Mikey, even though like there's no reason to think that because if we look at it, forensics will know that this this skeleton will be will have been dead for a long, long time. But remember, and, all of the uh, adults are morons. Yeah, just like and he's the only one that had literally all of his flesh burned off. Yeah. And all his muscles, <laughs> everything, everything, everything was gone except his skeleton. No tissue whatsoever. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he goes out, I guess, like, so we cut, I think it's at, like, like an adoption agency. There's, like, a... Yeah, it's, like, another foster like, place. Yeah, so it's just, like, well, we found this guy by the side of the road, and he had amnesia. He was walking so down the highway. So instead of, like, trying to, like, instead of, like, trying to find out where he belongs... We took him in and gave him a new name. His name's Josh. And then these two other morons who are going to die. That'd be like, oh, yeah, totally. We love Josh. What a great name. It's like, really? It's like, it's one of the most common male names of kids born in like the 70s and 80s. But all right. That's why they like it so much, because they're very basic people. Yes. So they'll be like, oh, we like. Sight, like, like sight unseen. Would you like to see your new son? You're going to what you've agreed to adopt him, but you've never seen him before. Uh, and so, so he comes in, like, Hi, I'm Josh. Are you know my new mommy and daddy? And these two, like, beyond middle aged people, I don't know what they're doing. You know, it's like, I, I can understand if you want to adopt a kid that age, if you're like maybe my age, if you're maybe yeah. like early 40s. But if you're in your 60s and you're adopting a 10-year-old, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, they were, like, they were up there a little bit. They were late 50s, early 60s for sure. But, yeah, that's Mikey. That's uh, Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's, the, the uh, that's the end of the movie. So what do you think uh, on that, on plot, out of five? On plot, if we're going, if we're going strictly by, by Rift Tracks movies... By that standard, I think yeah. I have to give the plot in this a five. A five? Nice. I, think I was I gonna to go with four, but I always defer to the higher score on this. Like, like yeah, be, well, I mean, because like it, it followed like things happened. Every scene advanced the story. There was no, there was no wasted motion in this. There yeah. was no driving and parking scenes. Every scene had a purpose. Every character had to be there. If you take one scene out or one character out, this movie doesn't work functionally nope. it's an extremely competent movie so that's why i'm giving it a five because we don't get that very often with rip tracks no we we hardly ever get that the most we usually get that is when it's like a just the jokes of yeah something else 
<laughs> but like, there's like no you. fat in this movie at all. Like at no. all. No, surprisingly, like this movie has a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, which and I for a movie that Riff Tracks why. did, that's that's pretty high for a yeah. Riff Tracks movie. Uh, well, I don't understand honestly, why it's that low. I thought it would be had like seven. Honestly, yeah, it should it should be higher. But again, this was a direct to video thing, so less people are going to have seen this than you know if it was released theatrically. Um, our next point is yeah. acting. How do you think the acting was? Well, I think I got to get, like, on the sliding riff track scale, the acting wasn't that bad. I mean, it was stupid. The script is dumb. But, I mean, the acting is, I, I thought it was solid. I'll, I'll give it a four. Four? Yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I think everybody did okay. It's it was, better like you said, than... it's the sliding riff track scale. So we're yeah. we're only scoring this against other riff tracks fair like we're not like scoring had, this on its own you know just in yeah. general as a movie yeah just, I, just I, for those I, of you listening. I, I think that i would put this on the same level as acting as a max havoc which was competent yeah competent acting at least this didn't have a lot of uh, weird foreign uh vaguely european accents in it yeah no yeah and no everything's good you know where everybody in this movie is from. They are all from California. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you mentioned the script. Uh, that moves us on to our next point of dialogue. Uh, it had a few, like, classic style quips, like, you know, teach me teach me how to die. Yeah. Uh, when he's killing his teacher and stuff like that. But a lot of this I don't think I can the give dialogue, the dialogue. Wasn't, wasn't great. I don't think the di- I don't think a dialogue I don't think I can rank the dialogue as high as no. plot or acting. So I'll give yeah. it a three. A three? Yeah, that's yeah. about where I was. I was about two and a half, three. Okay, now Dave, this was the one you wanted to talk about. Cinematography. Oh yeah. It's just like um Well, I mean it's not like Lord of the Rings, it's not like swooping <laughs> vistas. Again, we're or, scoring this against other Rift Tracks yeah, movies, too. Or, or, or so. anything like that. But the cinematography is definitely, you know, like, it's it's ambitious for, for, for what it is. Like I said, that marble shot just kind of, like, blew me away. Yeah, I, like, you know I in those like, movies where they, they shoot an arrow and it's, like, a tracking shot of the arrow? Where, like, yeah, it's attached, a... the camera's attached to the arrow? It was like that, except the marble was center frame. And it was just immediately directly behind the marble all the way until right before impact. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty exciting. Um, I think I'll give it a five just just for that shot alone. All right. Uh, the editing we already kind of mentioned this with the with the plot. Uh, yeah. You know they couldn't really. It was it was coherent. Yeah. It was cohesive. Uh. You know, they you're not, really you're, you're not ever lost out. in this movie. Yeah. No. No, which in a lot of Rift Tracks films, you're not going to understand what in the world is going on at all. Like, you know, things in Suburban Sasquatch. Yeah. Well, Suburban Sasquatch, you'd kind of figure it out. But Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this movie was shot by real pros. I mean, you could tell this was a, this was a quality production. <laughs> yeah. We we do talk about this from time to time, how in with certain movies – uh, like Manos, the hands of fate. If there had been even one person who was competent and they knew what they were doing, it would have been a better movie. Yeah. In this movie, the people that made it were competent. They yeah. knew what they were doing. Like so, it, there's no way around it. They they it's not again. It's not a great movie. No, it's not. I mean, the, the majority of Rift Tracks fair. Yeah, I would I would give it a four. I don't think four. I'd give it's, it a five, but it's it's on the higher end of things here. Yeah. Uh the effects the effects were fine. Yeah, the uh, effects were okay. I mean it wasn't anything mind blowing. It didn't have I mean there was plenty of blood, but a lot of it we saw after the fact. Um mm-hmm. like on the walls and, and whatnot. Not all that unnecessary vulgar <laughs> Blood or blur. I don't yeah. know. I don't even remember what that review said. <laughs> brains, not brains splattered and organs ripped out. I mean, the mom, the mom had a shard of glass sticking out of her neck at the end, and that looked pretty good. Yeah, we uh, got to see her. We got to see her her nipples for some reason. Oh, 
after we get done ranking, that's, that's another thing I want to talk about. It's just like the um, like the like like Mikey loves to walk in on his hot mom's bathing. Yeah, he did it. Like, a, what's the a deal with times. that? Well, because one, it's not his his they're not his real mother, and two, he's a psychopath. So yeah, I mean that's. Do you need a reason beyond that? Yeah. Like, First mom didn't care at all. Second mom was like, she cared a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you want to give the effects? I'm effects? I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a three, maybe two and a half. Yeah, I'll go 3. just because there wasn't a lot. But what'd you yeah. say? I'll go three point five. This is yeah, like what's right. it called? Where um, what's that game show? The Price is Right. Where <laughs> yeah, you get close as you can without going over. Yeah. Like fourteen oh one, and the guy before you did fourteen hundred, yeah. and it's like, like you, you prick. <laughs> Screw you. Um, yeah. Uh, what about uh, sound and music? Um, Everything was was fairly generic in this. The music was, yeah, it was, you, you could tell they were going for a very Stephen King vibe, like yeah. like seventies, eighties Stephen King movies. I would agree that kind that. of vibe. So it, it went. I mean, like it's better than the score for you know, like Ice Cream Man. <laughs> so like, it's not hard three. to do though. Yeah. And the directing, I think this has got to be fairly high. Uh, I think I'll go four with directing because, yeah. like, I, I mean, like everyone, all the actors did their job. I mean, no one was, no one was especially horrible. Yeah. I mean, there were some bad performances, but like they they did they did well with what they were given. Yeah. And then uh, my favorite category, aside from the riffs, uh, is the character and personality of the movie. Oh, I think I gotta get. I think I gotta, I gotta go with five. Yeah, this one uh, had a lot going for it in that yeah. category. I like, was very I was very pleased with this. With this movie selection, honestly. Yeah, I was not expecting anything amazing out of this film. Uh, it exceeded my... It, it was a good surprise. It, this... Yeah. Almost, almost as good a surprise as when we got Spiker. Yeah. Because that almost. movie was not like, quite. oh, this not is going to be... There. Not quite, but almost. It was, yeah. it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was, it was in the same area. Yeah. Not quite as high, but in the same area at least. And then, of course, the riffs on this one. Oh, the riffs are so great. They had – it was so We had so some good dark. callbacks. We had some really good callbacks. Yeah, oh, yeah. There was really a lot good of callbacks to, like, safety woman. I liked like, uh, when he was trying to knock his sister in the pool. They were just like, wow, this coronet short about pool safety is real dark. Yeah. No, yeah, but just like – good stuff in here. I think this is one of the – I think this is one of the darker – uh, dark humor riffs yeah. that they've done in a really long time, and I really liked it. I appreciated it. I mean, you kind of have uh, to go dark with a movie like this, though, about a ten-year-old yeah. who's just running around it's murdering like people, murdering everybody he meets. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're an adult. adult? Like, you're gonna every die. Adult he meets, except for <laughs> except for the girlfriend. I think he murders. I think he murders every adult. Pretty much. Well, he doesn't kill the neighbor mom. But I don't know if we really see her on screen. Other, than... I, I was about to say I don't remember her very much. She she was in the house because they were waiting for him when when he showed up to introduce him to the other kid. Uh, and we see her comforting her son at the end in the aftermath, uh, like when the ambulances and fire trucks are there. But yeah, I don't really recall seeing her outside of that. Yeah. Now, I'm surprised okay, so we didn't the, get any more random kills in the movie. You know, we just we had the cat. That was the only one. That yeah, was the cat really was like, to, the, well, the cat was totally out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just I uh, now can we talk about the girlfriend for for just a, a little bit? I, I yeah. specifically like her her outfit. She has like this pink leotard that she wears under her clothes all the time. <laughs> And Carry over the from pool. the days in the eighties. No, no. The the thing is, like, like, um, she does this, like, uh, because we we we've already seen mom and number number two's boobs in this. Yeah. Okay, so like, they're in the hot tub when in the scene where in the in the boombox scene, 
where uh, Mikey's a little bastard. What he does is like he calls, <laughs> he calls the girlfriend from the other house, and like uh, puts the VCR. I love the close up of the, of the VCR buttons. That I thought that was I thought that was a nice touch. It reminded yeah. me back when I wasn't forty years old. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, so and he puts the TV next to the phone. So that uh, the girlfriend will be like, Jesse will be like, hello, hello, what's this? Like, there's like, it's not quite. So it's like a great trick. Yeah. But like right before that, uh, this is like the second or third time. Uh, and they even make a joke about it. Like they, uh, the boyfriend is going to die with a painful boner. <laughs> uh, yes. They're about to get it on in the hot tub. And the phone rings and she's like, I have to go answer the phone. And she gets, but like, but before that, she was like doing like this weird strip tease. You're like, oh, we're going to see her boobs now. But we don't. Yeah, no. She's wearing like this same like long pink. And like she gets out of the, uh, this, this long pink one piece swimsuit. And she gets out of the pool to go answer the phone. <laughs> and you can see like the swimsuit goes like all the way down to her ankles. Like this is not a joke. Like, She's just like, modest, Dave. It's, it's a very, very it's, 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 it's like. I mean, my, I mean, like, even like for the strength of youth, for all you uh, Mormon listeners who grew up in the 90s, <laughs> for the strength of youth pamphlet that uh, for modesty and respect for our bodies wouldn't even go that far in our extreme purity culture. Like that is some extreme purity right there. Yeah. She probably didn't even. Uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Oh, I want to know what this nope. joke is. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. It's. Uh, I was gonna say she probably didn't ever participate in soaking, but. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what that means, but. You don't know what that means? Oh man! All right. I oh, I, I I don't know. I, I does that have anything to do with the Terminator movies? Because I haven't seen those either. No, it's it's a it's a Mormon thing. Wait a minute! It's a Mormon thing soaking. Yeah, there, well, I've been I'll, a I'll Mormon for a, I've been a Mormon for a very after. long time. I'll tell you about it. After, I've Dave. never heard of this. Okay, I'll tell you about it after. How are anyway. you? How are you going to tell me something of a Mormon thing? <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> is this? Is this I, where I I'm not, I'm not soaking. Yeah, this just, has got to be something that like some other word somebody else made up for something. It, anyway, it might, it might be. Anyway, uh, we'll talk the, about it later. The the question of the day, of course, Dave. Would you watch Mikey Unrift? You know, maybe. It's possible. I don't want to yeah. say yes because I'm, I don't know for sure. But I think out of all the movies we've watched lately, would I watch <laughs> this one on Rift? I think it has the high, like, it's not a flat no. Usually it's a flat no. Yeah. No. <laughs> this, Maybe. Maybe. I I probably would have watched this if I had found it before Rift Tracks released it. Um, I don't know if I would have finished it because there is a little bit in the middle where it's kind of, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of plods along. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just story. There's not any like action. Like I said, there's not yeah. like any like real random kills of people. Which if they would have thrown like, in like, like maybe one or two of those like. You know, some adult they, says something dumb to him on the sidewalk, and he follows him home. Or just, and, or, or just like kill a janitor at the school. There you go. Like, oh, nobody cares about like, the janitors, so like Mr. Brown noticed. is dead. <laughs> huh? Okay, let's go. Let's go along with our day. Yeah. Uh, so overall, Dave, the score that we ended up giving this movie forty-one and a half really out of fifty. Wow. This is our highest our highest ranked movie. I haven't been keeping track of all the rankings. Like I don't have them in a document. I probably should. But, but I know I know we highest. have it. I I'm pretty sure cuz lately we've been giving everything like zeros. Yeah, the 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 closest we got uh was it was probably Yambao. 30 it was like 31 and a half. It was Yambao, but I think it was either 31 and a half or like 35 and a half. It was it was pretty up there, uh, not not anywhere near this, but yeah, this is definitely. It's bad that this movie can score higher than a recent, <clears throat> a recent quote blockbuster release from a a, oh, a well established, yeah. or well known director. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, I mean, like, man, man, you, man, just, you think about, like, The Sixth Sense, right? And how crazy big that movie was in 99. Like, 99 had some crazy big movies, like, yeah. like, like The Matrix and uh, Blair Witch, I think. And just, like, you know, a, a bunch of, like, really, really uh, high-profile movies that people still talk about today. And I think The Sixth Sense is probably, like, at the time... Most people were just like, with the exception of maybe the Matrix, people were just like, their their like heads were exploding. It's like we've never seen a movie with a, with a twist ending before. He yeah. goes from <laughs> that, like twenty three years ago, to old. All right, here's here's the movies from nineteen ninety nine. Okay, there's, okay. Uh, we've got the Green Mile. Yeah. Oh. Fight Club. Yeah. Which I don't really care about, but you know it's a very popular movie. Uh, yeah, the Iron Giant. Uh, that, that's another one I don't really care about, but uh, many people do. Toy Story Two. That one's excellent. Uh, a little film called Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> uh, the Mummy. <laughs> the one with the uh, Brandon Fraser. Uh, Brandon Fraser. Which yeah, is actually uh, pretty fun. I mean, it's not good, but it's fun. Uh, American Beauty, which was another really big one. Uh, She's All That. Ten Things I Hate About You. So there was a lot of movies, like... Ten Things I Hate About You, which is what Heath Ledger is most known for. <laughs> and nothing else. And American nothing Pie else. came out in 1999. Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> I thought that movie was funny when it came out. <laughs> Because it was just like the second time I had seen boobs in a in a in a in a, in a, in a big movie theater. Yeah. The first one is, is is clearly Titanic, but now I resent its existence <laughs> because, and I think you know why. There's one line from it that I wish everyone would shut up about, and it. Are you, are this you one give time, it? just give it. Just give it. Yeah. This one time at band camp. Yeah. Everyone. People still. Stop. People still Stop do it. that. Stop it. It's not funny. No. It's really not. It's from it's it, it's from a bad movie and an even worse actress. Okay? <laughs> Just stop. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> highly recommended. Highly recommended. This is this is an outstanding release. Yeah, from this the is folks like at um, Tracks. Yeah, I know I've been Mr. Complainy Pants for the last few months, but this is like this old. I think there was a couple other ones this year that were just like outstanding. That's just like, yeah, thumbs up, do more of this. Yeah, this was this was a good one. This was a very a very, very good release that I, I never would have saw coming. Yeah. Again, was, I'd it's, never it's heard a, of this movie, so it's a very solid twenty eighteen kind very of solid entry. Yeah. Which which I appreciate. Yeah, and they did. We just it's we don't get this quality of movie very anymore. often. No, I mean, I, which like, I know it's weird that... to say when it's you know you're talking about talking about riff tracks, but yeah, it's yeah we don't we don't. It's get not stuff win- like this. It's not Winter Beast. Oh God, <sighs> thank you. And it's not things, and it's not Copper Mountain. <laughs> Uh, I'm still mad about that. Still mad that I, I had to watch Copper Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I, definitely like, no I, Dangerous I, Men. I, I no, I love Dangerous Men. I actually listen. To, I, 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 I did something that I rarely do, and I listened to our podcast back, <laughs> and I listened to like some. I listened to like some of the uh, old ones, you know, from 2021. Yeah, and I listened to the Dangerous Men was, and I just remember just how much fun we had talking about that. And it's just like dangerous man, man. That was that was that was a really 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 good one. You know, it's like there's right. still stuff out there that can just like blow us away. You know? Yeah, and it, it's I love it. I love it when it's something I've never heard of before, and yeah. it's just here we go, and it's amazing. Uh, I just had somebody redeem uh, talking in my sleep. Uh, Van Pooler man, thank you. Um, so I'm going to this. This is a new thing that I added to my Twitch uh, as a as a channel point reward. Uh, basically, I talk a lot in my sleep, and my wife, 
she chronicles it. She types it out on her phone. We have like three full documents on the Note app on her phone. <laughs> That's me talking in my sleep. Um, so I need to find a good one. Or maybe even a bad one. Or well, they're all they're all bad. But I'm trying to find. Uh... Oh, here we go. Here we go. You're gonna like these. These were both on the same night, so I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna do these. Okay. Right, the first one. Yeah, he's real busy. He's always on his telephone. I'm not really sure what he does. He always has a fancy suit on, and he always smells like leather, like walking past Wilson's. You remember that place? I had a coat from there once. Yeah, my wife got it for me. It was super heavy. Ancine. Jeremy, why are you talking about me in your sleep? That was that was the first one, and then the second one. This is <laughs> this is one of my all time favorites. Uh, yep, butchered it myself. That way, you know you get the best cuts. Got a whole shoulder over there. The only problem is the kids gave her a name. Yeah, it took a while to convince them that they'd be okay eating Gertrude. But look at them. They think she's delicious. You want some more thigh? I got some roasted calf over there, too. Jeremy, and these aren't seed. real. No, I Jeremy, swear to God. Jeremy, these, Jeremy you're not God. saying this, but Jeremy, your wife is messing with you hard. No, I swear to God. Well, I know uh, you think that. Well, I'm saying this is I'm saying this is an elaborate, brilliant, practical joke. Your wife. I don't know how she'd be able to come up with say, this stuff. That you're saying these things. I don't even know in how. Your sleep. I don't even know how I came up with this stuff. Good. Well, I, I, it doesn't matter how she came up with it. It's brilliant. There's there's one um, about a restaurant idea that I had called Slaw and Order, where it was uh, That's called. It was called Forensic Gastronomy. And uh, if you could figure out the crime, then you would get a mugshot uh, on the wall. And every every dish came with coleslaw. That was a slaw in order. Slaw I actually, and order. I actually oh, made, I get it. I actually made a logo the other day for that restaurant for my friend to use. And uh, his he, he, like, paints minis and stuff. And... Uh, He's working on a cityscape right now. He like he just oh. painted this big mural, a, a fountain of like Stan Lee because it's all like Marvel for some Marvel game, and oh. uh, so he's going to make that a restaurant. Now, Salon Order, Order is going to be one of the restaurants in his city. Nice. So yeah, there you go, Van Pooler Man. Thanks for uh, redeeming that. And hey, if you guys enjoy the podcast, oh, we're ending. Uh, okay. Make sure that you uh, that you follow here on Twitch. Or go to Twitch and follow us if you're listening to this uh, after the fact. Uh, that way you'll never miss an episode. You'll always know when we're live. And if you can join us, great. Uh, and also you can subscribe here on Twitch. That will help us out a bit. Uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash Riftcast and throw a couple dollars our way that way. Uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. Uh, make sure that you leave us a review on whatever yeah, that, podcast please. platform uh, you you listen to us on, and then send it to us. Send us a link so we we know it exists and we can see it, and we'll probably use it uh, in a future episode, like we did that really weird one that we got that was almost certainly written by a bot, um, just because of the redundancy in the language. Uh, but send it to us. You can either do that on the uh, the Twitter account for the podcast, which is at TBRiffCast, or you can send it to me directly, Jeremy at TrueBlueRiffCast.com, or you can send it to Dave. Yeah, you can send it to me, Dave. Uh, send it to uh, DaveChadwick.info at gmail.com. Uh, and you can check me out on the web at DaveChadwick.info. And I'm on Twitter, D Chadwick Author. And uh, you can go to Amazon and uh, Audible and buy all my books. Uh, Son of Santa is nearing completion. Um, I got word that uh, it's actually all recorded. They just need to do some editing on the uh, on the final chapters. Nice. Our good friends who listen to the podcast, uh, Colette Thomas and her wonderful husband Josh Flowers, are uh, are are. T- taking care of that for me and uh that'll be uh i mean soon i don't i don't i mean i I don't have a date i don't want to put any pressure on him or anything like that but yeah it's (laughs) uh it's gonna be great 
Cool. I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing those other two. Uh, the other one, uh, oh my gosh, Tumbleweed Chronicles. Yeah, Great the audio Tumbleweed book. dossier. Dossier. The Tumbleweed dossier. What did I say? Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. the Tumbleweed Chronicles. Sorry, dossier. Tumbleweed. See, that's why you're here, Dave. Yeah, I'll, I'll just tell you the name of my book. Hey, hey, maybe we should have like we should have a special episode of the True Blue Riftcast where I like bring like the narrators from my from my books on, and we can yes. talk about it. We can get that would be we can get Haley. We can get we can get Colette. We can get uh, the guy who did Happy Valley. I haven't talked to him in months, uh, but yeah, uh, maybe maybe future. And if it doesn't happen, we'll just pretend like I never said anything. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. All right, guys, yeah. <laughs> we will see you next time right here on the True Blue Riftcast. Rock till you die.